Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Well, hello. I hope you're doing well. My name is Nate Fox, and I serve on the Dream Team here at Sozo. Thank you so much for tuning in today for our podcast uh, that's in relation to our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, This past weekend, Pastor Jason spoke uh, in our series called Detox about an emotional detox, and it was so strong. We want to continue that conversation today, and I want to talk about um, embracing our humanity, that if we're going to have an emotional detox and be right uh, in a right standing in our emotional state, that we have to embrace our humanity. Humanity. Now, this is a heavy topic to cover in less than 10 minutes. So, um, though I would love to dig really, really deep, I want to give some practical examples and things like that where hopefully we can walk out of today's um, time with, with a couple of, of, of tools in our belt in order to, to handle this and to have a, with the right perspective on what it means um, to embrace our humanity because this is something that's so important. But something that I honestly feel that um, is not talked about enough or is not accepted in, in many circles, even in, in the Christian realm, especially in the Christian realm. Um, I don't know about you, but it, I'm sure we've all avoided something, right? Like, I, I mean, I, I know that I have. I, I would assume that everybody who's listening today, that we've all avoided something. And as you avoid things or as we avoid things, what, what happens to it? Well, it magnifies. The, the, the intensity or the feeling behind it actually magnifies. And not only does it magnify externally, but it magnifies internally as well. If we put something off, a hard conversation, a tough decision, so on, you fill in the blank, and we let it circulate in our minds, we stress over it over time, and it, and it becomes much bigger than probably what it ever should have been. Because when we avoid things, um, we don't come to terms with them, and in turn, it, it, it actually makes them worse. It actually uh, it, it adds to that pain or that stress or that whatever that may be. Um, what's interesting is, is I actually I grew up in the Northeast and um, I'm from like the Buffalo Niagara Falls area. And people there, they're very they're very kind, but they're also very blunt and very honest. Um, so it was interesting when I moved to the South for a season, I was living in Florida. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, my, my mind was blown. Like everyone there was so polite and happy all the time and warm and fuzzy. And, uh, and it was it was crazy to me because I was not used to that. Um, but the reality was, is that as, as warm and fuzzy as it could feel, it also oftentimes felt inauthentic. I would go to social settings or church or whatever, and I'd say, hey, how's it going? And they'd say, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Well, okay, that's 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 how god is but how's it going with you or you know hey, hey how are you I'm too blessed to be stressed too blessed to be stressed man i'm i must not be blessed at all because i'm just stressed in this conversation <laughs> you know what i mean and then these those silly to joke about these were things that i actually heard that people would actually say these were true anecdotes people would give me when i'd ask them these questions um and if i'm being very candid with you it it conditioned my heart and it actually negatively impacted my experience and my spirituality for a long time. This idea that we have to avoid our problems and avoid our circumstances, our pain, it, it kind of overcame my heart. 
And I remember moving to San Francisco and having conversations with Pastor Jason. And he would tell me that I have like some sort of wall up or that I wasn't being truthful with him or with others. And I was so confused. I, I was like, I'm a very honest person. I, I don't know. How am I not being truthful? But as I grew and I went through, actually, what really set me free was the resource that we talk about very often around Sozo is emotionally healthy spirituality. I came to realize that what was happening is that I was suppressing my humanity. I was afraid to talk about anything. And so I wasn't necessarily being dishonest, but I wasn't being fully transparent and truthful with what was happening in my life. I was trying to ignore it versus come to terms with it versus embracing my humanity which was hurting me, my relationships, and my relationship with God. What was even crazier was that year after year of us being here, and as we were coming out of it, my wife and I would get updates um, about old friends and things like that. We you know, talked to our colleagues or friends from where we were living, and um, what was really sad was that many of them, we, I mean, year after year, we're still unfortunately getting similar updates to this day four or five years later is that people were falling into depression or they were having inappropriate relationships or moral failures and so on and so forth. And I would submit that it was because there's this idea or this thought that you have to suppress who you are, suppress humanity in order to be close to God. There was this uncommunicated feeling that we couldn't be real with ourselves because God couldn't handle it, which that's not true. It's almost like we equated God to like Santa where if we were good boys and girls, we didn't complain, we ate our veggies, all that kind of stuff, that he would bless us. Which, again, is not how God works. I would submit this, that if God is too fragile for our feelings, our true feelings, our true self, then he's not really God. But you and I, we, we know that that's not true. God is not threatened by your humanity. I want you to hear that today. God is not threatened by your humanity, by your pain, by whatever you may be going through. On the contrary, he loves it. It's part of what makes you unique and you. In 500 AD, Augustine wrote this, How can you draw close to God if you are far from your own self? What words of wisdom? John Calvin also said this, our wisdom consists almost entirely of two parts, knowledge of God and of ourselves. What these two quotes support is that there's, in order for us to be truly close with God, we actually have to embrace our humanity. That by knowing ourselves and knowing how we truly feel, that we can actually get closer to God. How I've related this is I actually have a question that I've written down over the last couple of years. This was after going through emotionally uh, healthy spirituality. I have this question written down. It says, how can God do real things with a fake you? How can God do real things with a fake you? Now, please do not get me wrong. I'm not saying God isn't God. God can do anything with anyone. I know that. But I believe that the principle, for me anyway, I, I, I need to act in principles. The principle behind this is that we need to embrace our humanity. We need to be true with ourselves and true with God. And when we do that, I can promise you from the life experience that I have that God starts to do incredible things through our life. 
So where does this all fit in, in alignment with God and with Scripture? Because I don't want to just teach you something and expect you to follow it blindly. And this is where I'm going to get really practical, kind of just like, you know, very overarching. But I promise this is something that I, I really hope helps you in, in your day to day and it will help you. And there's this scripture. I don't typically go to like the Christian bumper sticker scriptures. Um, but in a short amount of time, I think what I want to do is maybe debunk this one because um, I've been taught this in a really unhealthy way. It's John 16, 33. And if you've never heard it before. I'm sure you'll probably hear it a thousand times over the next week now. Uh, but it's it says this, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. Take heart, for I have overcome the world. How I've always been taught this is almost like a, ignore it, for I have overcome the world. Don't worry about it. God's taken over. He's, he's, you don't need to worry about it. But that's actually not what that verse is saying. It says take heart, not to ignore. The original text that, that, that phrase, take heart, it actually means find comfort in the fact that God has, has overcome the world. But it doesn't say you need to ignore your pain. It's just find your comfort in God. But you, you need to also reconcile with your humanity and your pain and, and your emotions and the trouble that we see day to day. So practically, what, what does this mean? In, in our last few moments together, I want to leave you with like a, a, a catchy little phrase or something so that we can walk out of here with something practical. It says this, let our life have problems, but let God give us perspective. Let your life have problems, but let God give you perspective. And I say let your life have problems because what I'm trying to invoke here is don't avoid them. Life will have problems, but God can give you a perspective. That's where you can find your comfort. But you need to be real with your pain, be real with your emotions, embrace your humanity. And from there, start there with God in your, in your quiet time with him, in your studies with him. And watch how he can give you comfort, perspective, and peace through it while still walking through the realness and the pain of life. Let your life have problems, but let God give you perspective. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for everyone listening. I pray today that you would be with us in this moment, that you would allow us to embrace our humanity. You'd give us this perspective in knowing that you are not too fragile to handle who we really are or the pain or the suffering we may go through, God. I pray you give us that perspective and you allow us to embrace our humanity. You allow our problems to inform how we feel and who we are. They don't dictate them, but they inform them, and they actually show your goodness, Jesus. Help us to do, to do this today. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining today. I can't wait um, for, for the next one. Please tune in, and also make sure you're, you're, you're tuning in live on Sunday. We love you. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team.